Hello and welcome to this episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. In this episode, I'm talking all about anger, helping us as parents to understand our child's anger. And I'll be sharing some tips with you to help your children manage their own anger and understand it for themselves. So anger is a conversation and a a word and a topic that comes up an awful lot in my work with parents. Both parents' anger at the situation that they find themselves in and also their child's anger and how that anger is expressing itself. And there's a phrase that I, I really love, which is anger is the bodyguard of fear. And when I heard that phrase, it really resonated with me because I think so often what looks like anger is coming from different emotions, but it's coming out looking like anger. And it really is that protective bodyguard around us that helps to keep us safe or help us to feel like we're safe and to protect us. And it it is a really hard emotion for those around us to manage as well. And I think it can be very difficult for parents if you're dealing with a child who looks to be angry all of the time to not end up feeling angry yourself and to know how to manage that in the best way. And so we're going to talk through this podcast a little bit to explain anger and where it comes from. And then, as I said, I'm going to share some tips to help you help your child and to help yourself as well. One way we can think about anger, if we think about that phrase, anger is the bodyguard of fear, is thinking of it as an iceberg. And if you Google, you'll be able to get plenty of um, anger icebergs are available um, online that you can have a look at. If we think about an iceberg, a little bit of the iceberg sits above the waterline, but the vast majority of it sits below. And if you think about the bit sitting above the waterline, that is anger. That is the emotion that you see is the anger and the frustration coming out. What's sitting below the waterline is all the emotions that have led to that anger coming out. So frustration, fear, anxiety, hunger, tiredness, feeling scared, feeling anxious. All of those different emotions can come out looking like anger. But so often we deal with or manage the emotion that we see, not what is sitting below the waterline effectively if we're thinking about an iceberg and we'll see that in lots of different situations I mean it's very easy to deal with the emotion you see rather than take that step back and say actually what is it that is triggering this emotion or this outburst this this you know these emotions these behaviors that are coming out and I think when we can allow ourselves or give ourselves the ability to step back we can then see what's sitting underneath it and when we can start seeing what's sitting underneath it and realising that the anger is just the way it's being expressed, it helps us to manage it in a very different way. There's another um, phrase or quote I like by Carl Rogers that says, the truth about rage is that it only dissolves when it's truly heard and understood without reservation. And I think that's a really interesting one because it's not putting a time constraint on it. But it's saying if we are angry and if anger really is coming from an underlying fear of a feeling of worry or anxiety, it's not going to resolve until we recognise the anxiety that that person is feeling or the, the, the worry or the, you know, whatever feeling it is. And I think that's so true when we can start helping our children to recognise the feeling sitting underneath it. When we can start recognising the feeling sitting underneath it, we can really help reduce 
those outbursts that they might be having. And I know this isn't easy. I know as a parent myself, sometimes I totally deal with the behavior that's in front of me because I'm human. Other times I'm able to say, do you know, I can see you're quite frustrated right now. Um, I'm wondering what I can do to help. And I'm recognizing and showing my child and my son that the, the behavior I'm seeing is, is a mask for something else and is sitting underneath it. And I think we're all humans. We all get angry at time. It's, it's normal to get angry. We will all go into fight and flight at some point in time. That is absolutely normal. And anger is our body's um, fight response very often. So it's totally normal to feel those emotions. And it's really important that our children know that being angry is okay. As is being happy or sad or excited or frustrated or fearful or you know, any emotion. The emotion itself is not the problem, but it may be how we're expressing it and and not seeing, thinking and what's sitting underneath this emotion. What's there that I'm not really understanding or recognising. And with many children, when they're angry, they will lash out because their their brain is still developing. Their, their prefrontal cortex that allows them to self-regulate isn't fully developed. So they don't have that ability to totally self-regulate their behavior and we know as adults sometimes we lash out you know hopefully only verbally but sometimes we lash out when we're angry and you know that's normal but it's helping our children to to learn how to manage that and manage that ourselves so what I thought I would do now is to is to look at some ways that we can help our children to understand their emotions and to manage them so the first one is to start with you and I know that's really hard, but actually our children learn from us as their parents or from the adults around them. If we don't model the behavior we want to see, then how do they know what to do? If when we get angry, we shout and slam doors and storm off and, you know, I don't know, punch the wall. That's what they're going to think you do when you're angry. They won't learn any different because why should they? They're doing what you do. So it's really important that we model what to do with in different situations, with different emotions and make those emotions normal. And that leads into my next tip. Remind your child or show your child that every feeling is normal. It is normal to be sad and happy and angry and frustrated and that we move through those different emotions over the days or weeks or even within hours, possibly, depending on the situation by showing them it's normal, it helps them feel less worried about an emotion. And it's really important that as parents, we show them all the different emotions. If we only ever tell them when we're happy or when we're angry, they might not know it's okay to be nervous about going somewhere new or excited about seeing their best friend or you know whatever it is. So it's really important that we make all emotions normal and show our children how to manage them. The next tip is to de-escalate situations. And I know that this is easier said than done. And you may have listened to um, my first episode on this podcast when I sort of shared my top three tips for managing meltdowns. So if you haven't, go back and listen to that. But absolutely, you know, staying calm in the moment, de-escalating situations, all of those things will help them manage their anger because when we're de-escalating, we're showing them that we understand that we're still there for them, that we love them, that we care about them and that 
we can recognise these emotions sitting underneath the behaviour that they're showing at the time. So I think that's really, really important. My fourth tip I've touched on very slightly, and that's show them how to manage their emotions and help them work out what works for them. We all know that, you know, what works for one person to calm down and de-stress won't work for another necessarily. What works for one person on a Monday may not work on a Tuesday because the reason for those emotions is different. And as adults, and most of us have a variety of ways that we de-stress, we relax, we calm down, and we kind of start to learn intuitively what works better for us in different situations. That's what we need to teach our children so that over time they can work out what works for them in different situations and learn how to regulate themselves and how to release those emotions because we don't want them holding those emotions in and and never letting them out because that's not healthy either. They have to be able to release those emotions and let them go but you want them doing it in a more um, constructive way. Ideally you know you don't want them trashing the house or I don't know, being really horrible to friends or hurting somebody, you want them to learn how to release it in a more effective way. And that could be, you know, going for a run, doing some sensory input, um, drawing, singing, doing some music, lots of different things. But we have to show them those options and allow them to choose what works for them and try out different things over time. The next tip is to really connect after any anger. If your child's behaviour has escalated, if they've been really angry and frustrated, maybe they've said something to you that's really hurt or they've behaved in a way you find really hard, or maybe you have said something that you really regret after saying it. If you don't connect, it's not good for you, it's not healthy for you, but it's not healthy for your child either. Your child needs to know that whatever's just happened between you, you still love them. And I know at times that might not be how you feel, but it's really important that they understand that. So absolutely connect with them after any tricky situations or tricky conversations you've had. And that could just be as simple as, you know, taking a drink up to their room. And if you shouted saying, I'm really sorry I shouted. I know that's not helpful, you know, and and it's keeping it really simple. It's not about doing anything major or, you know, but it is about modelling to them reconnecting after you've got angry and I think that's quite an important one for the relationship between the two of you over the longer term as well and following on from that my next tip is showing them that you love them irrespective of what's just happened and I think that's really important as well because you know if you've said something you regret they might not think you love them anymore if they've behaved in a way that they know isn't right but in the moment they couldn't help themselves then they might think you don't love them anymore. And and it's really important that as parents, we show them that we do, that we're still there for them, that we want to support them. And, you know, yes, we need to make it clear that if there was unacceptable behaviour, it needs, you know, it needs to stop. But that needs to be done in a way that says, we love you, we're here to support you. We want to work through this with you so that this doesn't happen again or, you know, it reduces how often it's happening. So showing them that you love them irrespective is really, really important. And finally, my last tip is about helping them to feel safe. 
If you don't feel safe, you are more likely to be angry and frustrated because all of those different emotions you've got around feeling safe are going to come out. And they're more likely to come out in an, uh, an, an unhealthy way or in an angry and aggressive way. So it's really important that we do, we are there for our children. And I think that links a lot of the previous tips around being there for them, supporting them and showing them that we love them. So let's just go back over those, those tips. Remember that anger is the bit of the iceberg above the water. What's sitting beneath it is all of the different emotions and we need to think about how we can support them with all of those different emotions. Model the behaviour you want to see. Remind them that feelings are normal and make feelings normal. De-escalate situations by staying calm. Help them to understand themselves and their own emotions. Connect with them after any anger. Show them that you love them irrespective of what's just happened and help them to feel safe and heard. That's my top tips today around understanding anger and supporting your child. And obviously all of these I've talked at from the perspective of a parent to child, but they will also be absolutely relevant for you as a parent as well or for any other adults or family friends that you know. So do think about if you're struggling with yourself, think about it from that perspective as well as helping your child. I hope this episode has been useful. There are details on the show notes with a link to my free Facebook group if you'd like to come and join us and get support and help and ideas from other parents, but also from me. I share tips in there daily to really help you uh, on your parenting journey. That's all for me today. Look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.